Good morning, everybody. It's Ahi from Geek Moms Co. It is 11.20, I believe, a.m. here in Chicago. A day, no. This is not a drawer to play with. Sorry, that's my two-year-old in the background. Today, we're going to do a deep dive as I'm fixing a late breakfast for my kids. We're going to take a deep dive into Squarespace. So, um, lately, I've done a webinar and I am currently writing a blog post on making a quote-unquote pretty website. And we're going to talk about different ways that you can make Squarespace. Uh-oh. I burned something. Ah! I'm continuing to burn stuff. Today we're going to do a deep dive into Squarespace and how you can make it um, truly match your brand identity. As soon as I get done dealing with these burnt hash browns. Okay. And I'm back. The hash browns have been saved. They're a little crispy. They're a little extra crispy, but it's still going to be good. You want your hash browns as a happy face? How does that work? Well, let's see what I can do. So while I'm making hash browns into a happy face. Chloe did it. Chloe did what? Oh, Chloe did do it. Yay, hash browns. So let's get into the Squarespace and how we're going to make it essentially your website because like as a designer you can tell right away you can tell right away when a website is made off of wordpress or squarespace you'll get more sausage in a moment alexis actually this is your plate i'm making your plate there's your smiley face smiley face yay and then okay so um let's get right into it so you don't want any what you don't want to have smiley you want a mat okay let's do a mat face for you so, um, oh wait, that's perfect. I know how to make a math face for you. Look at this. So, Squarespace, while I'm making breakfast. So, in Squarespace, there's a limited amount of themes, and, and that kind of goes with any platform that you're using, especially Shopify. Especially Shopify, Weebly. Like, those platforms are usually very limited to what you can do with them, but on Squarespace, after you upload your theme, there's different ways. Is that a smiley face? Frowny face? Or you want an angry face? Angry. A. 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 Angry face. Angry face. What do you want more? Okay. So, Squarespace. So, after you upload your theme, you can edit that theme. Yeah, you got an angry. It's more sad. You didn't eat the first two hash browns. Go eat the first two hash browns. Yes, mommy has three minutes to explain Squarespace. So if you can please eat your hash browns in peace, I'll be very thankful. Thank you. Um, Squarespace. <laughs> Once you upload your theme, this boy gets into everything. Once you upload your theme, you can customize that theme. You can customize the theme any way, to any way that you like. And there's different ways that you can go about it. So you can either edit the photos and the content that's in that theme. And then also, a big trick to changing the style on your Squarespace website is to use the style editor. A lot of people don't use this section. They kind of avoid it. They just add their content and they keep going with their day. But when you're editing the style through the style editor, this allows you to change the font. It allows you to change the overlay on your images. This allows you to change what your buttons look like. This allows you to change 
your header space. This allows you to change almost almost anything and everything that's on your Squarespace site. So that way you can change it up and not have it look like the normal template that comes with the platform. So I encourage you, if you do have a Squarespace account and you have a website under Squarespace, I encourage you to go to design. When you first log in, there's pages, design, settings, the billing, all that type of stuff. Go to design and then under design, there's the style template. And in that style, or that style template, I'm sorry, the style editor. And in that style editor, just click certain elements on your web page and see what you can change. Play around with the font. Play around with the weight on the font. Do you like bolder fonts? Do you like less bold fonts? Like for myself, I prefer thinner fonts over bold fonts, but you might like something different for your brand. So just play around with that today. I'm gonna make sure these kids are eating and not playing with their food. And you have a great day. We'll be back later on this evening. Don't spit that out. And he spit that out. Well, I'm gonna eat your sausage for you, Ade. You just spit it out. I'm gonna eat it for you. Mm-hmm. Enjoy your Sunday. Hey everybody, it's AMU from Geek Moms Co. It is currently 6.42 p.m. here in Chicago. And today, I'm gonna force this boy to put on a diaper. Well, not today. We already spoke about Squarespace already. Let's jump into WordPress. So WordPress can be super duper complicated or it can be super duper easy, depending on what you want to accomplish from it. Um, when it comes to customizing and making it your own, the big key to WordPress is the theme and the plugins that you use. Those two things are essential to how great or poorly your website is going to be made. With the themes, they give you a lot of free themes. Um, sometimes they're decent for what you're trying to accomplish. Most of the time they're not decent for what you're trying to accomplish. There's also, um, what do you call it? Paid versions of the free themes that you install. And then there's also paid themes that you can use on WordPress. And there's also customizable themes that you can buy from third party companies that are good to use with WordPress to customize your stuff. And my biggest advice, especially if you're going down the DIY path for WordPress, and the DIY path is basically you ain't got the money to pay for a designer, which we have all been there. Um, the best advice I can give is before you start adding your blogs, or maybe you can't add your blogs, but before you start adding a whole bunch of stuff to your website to the point where you're not going to, like if something went wrong, you're not going to be able to remember it all. Or if you do have a lot of stuff on your website, back up that stuff, back it up to whatever hosting company you are installing your WordPress through, back that stuff up, put it somewhere, save it, put that file somewhere. Sorry, I'm so like diligent on this because I have lost lots and lots and lots of valuable information over the years. Like I've been blogging on and off WordPress for at least, at least six or seven years. And out of those six or seven years, I have lost hundreds of blog posts at least twice. So if you have stuff on your website, back it up. If you don't have stuff on your website, that's cool. 
And once you decide, like, okay, I'm going to learn this stuff, like, take a, temp- take a theme, install that theme, and play around with it. Customize it, rearrange stuff, add stuff, delete stuff, and just get used to it. Because, like, the worst thing that can happen is for... And I, and I feel bad when I do this with my clients, which is why I end up providing like a ton of documentation on how they can um, edit their own site is the worst thing that can happen is you install this thing or somebody installs a theme for you. You don't know what type of tool they didn't install for your website. And when you try to change something on your front page, you have no idea how to change it. Like that's a nightmare because then you go around to all these different pay, all these different uh menus in your dashboard trying to figure out how to change like a menu like that's the easiest thing that could like go wrong and you accidentally delete something that you needed to keep so what you can do is go into your wordpress dashboard chase this is the part of the segment where i chase a two-year-old okay you win don't grab him. I don't want him. Don't want anybody to fall. Oh, okay. The diaper is on the baby. I repeat, the diaper is on the two-year-old. I can now speak in peace. <laughs> This whole time I've been trying to get a diaper on him. And for those who have toddlers who are potty training, it's interesting. It's very, very interesting. So back to what I was saying, WordPress. If you're DIYing WordPress, get some practice in. Definitely get some practice in. Learn how these themes work. Learn how to customize these themes. And what does it mean to customize? When you go into your dashboard and you install a theme, there's a section, I forgot exactly where it's under because I'm not on the laptop, but um, there's a section that says appearance. And then when you hover over appearance, there's themes and then customize. And you click on customize, it takes you to a new browser, a new window where you see um, where you can edit your, um, your colors, your logo, your title, um, your widgets, uh, what else is there? Um, like your headers, your static page, what's going to be static, where are you going to put your blog post? All of those things are customizable. And depending on what theme you have, the theme that you have kind of determines what you can customize and what you can't customize. And this is the painful part of WordPress because essentially you want to be able to customize everything But the people who made the themes, they essentially want to make money. So the one only way they can really make money is to kind of give you like a freemium package. So they give you the free theme, but they're like, ah, 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 to change these colors, you need to go premium, which is going to cost you more. So you're limited with the free themes that you install in your WordPress dashboard. But that still does not take away the fact that you should practice customizing these things. Kind of get a feel for what you like and what you don't like. I prefer full width layouts. 
Other people prefer grids and box stand layouts. Um, some people like to have a video on their uh, homepage. Some people prefer to have galleries and slideshows. How did he get the ketchup? Okay, let's fix this. My job is never done. Do, do, do. Okay, no more ketchup I day. I don't know how you gain access to the ketchup, but no ketchup. Okay. Oh, be careful. I'm gonna close that real quick. Okay. So again, go to customize, practice, customizing your theme play around with different themes like don't just stick with one see what you like there's a way that you can filter out what themes you can install by different features whether it's blog based photography portfolio based magazine layout styles there's many different options and then also don't leave out the um, the third parties that install WordPress themes onto your site. Like me personally, I just purchased um, Divi. It was painful because it cost about $90. But when I'm designing other people's websites, Divi is really customizable. Almost anything that you want to build can be done with Divi. So it's not limiting. It's not limiting at all so if you want to do a video on the front page you can do that with Divi if you want to change the colors of your overall website you can change those colors like a lot of stuff is, is done can be done with Divi and I'm actually looking at other options outside of Divi like elegant I believe it's elegant themes that kind of have is like the umbrella of Divi and all of that I gotta I gotta double check on that and look into it but also don't don't leave those options out. Like if you want to pay, I think some sites allow you to pay like a small fee to have access to all their themes. Look into those options too, but only if you're really committed to having a WordPress site long-term. So let's talk more about this in part two of WordPress. So let's dig even deeper into WordPress. I talked a lot about themes and I kind of repeated the same thing over and over and over. But let's get into a new part. Uh, under, uh, under, how do I describe this? It's, this part of WordPress is overlooked a lot. And the only reason why I called this out is because there's kind of a story behind why I feel like this is super duper important. When I did Geek Moms Co., about, I'm trying to think, was that two years ago, three years ago? I'm trying to remember. My whole journey with WordPress was weird. But um, I was on WordPress for a really long time. Something made me jump off of it. I think it was while we were in the beginning stages where Geek Moms Code wasn't Geek Moms Code. It was Chicago Art Life Media. And... I had the whole WordPress.org installed. I, rem I remember doing all the theme installs and the plugins and all of that stuff. And um, for some reason, I let it go. So years later, where I'm like, okay, this has to be a thing. I remember I switched to Blogger. Big mistake. But anyway, um, about 
two years ago, I was like, okay, let's do this blogging thing again. I need I need to have a website. Like, I'm, this is killing me. I have to do something. So I got back on WordPress. For some reason, the whole history that I had with WordPress just erased from my mind. So I went to WordPress.com. And for those who don't know, there is a major, a major difference between WordPress.com and WordPress.org. WordPress.com is kind of like um, Tumblr, Blogger, where they take care of the hosting. All you got to do is transfer in your domain and you're set. And WordPress.com is decent for beginners, but it's not good for somebody who needs to build like a full-blown website with several pages and you're trying to like sell products or or sell some, sell some type of service and product to other people. It's not really good for that. So I get on WordPress.com. I'm trying to set my website up. I'm like, okay, I'm limited because WordPress.com limits you to a, a certain amount of themes. And the only way that you can customize those themes is if you know how to code within those themes. And I didn't feel like doing all of that. So I was like, okay, I need the easy way out because I don't have hours upon hours upon hours to kind of get my website the way I want it. So then they give you the option, oh, upgrade for like these new features. And I'm thinking in my head, like if I upgrade, I get access to more themes. Like even WordPress themselves, they were like, oh, you get more plugins. And I was like, okay, cool. I do it. $99 later, I learned that the upgrade only provides three extra plugins and like the same themes that I had before. So then I went through a two day like fiasco between WordPress.com, me trying to get a refund on that, and then starting up my WordPress.org site with hosting that was causing all kinds of problems. So I finally get everything straightened out. I get my refund for WordPress.com. I finally get on WordPress.org and I get everything that I'm looking for. And the whole point of it was, the whole drive behind it was I needed the plugins. The themes of WordPress, the themes that you install on WordPress allows your website to look nice. You can lay out your page however you want it to lay out, but the plugins are like the secret sauce to WordPress to get it operating the way that you want it to operate. The plugins is where you can do the membership, the e-commerce, the security, the, um, I think at the time I was looking for memberships, like the plugins is the secret key (laughs) to make your site work the way you want it to work. So that is another thing that you have to learn about, but also the plugins can also get you into deep, 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 deep trouble when it comes to making everything sync and everything work the way you want it to work. Oh, oops, I'm recording. I'm recording and everything is so sticky. Okay, anyway, um, the plugins. What is a plugin? So a plugin is kind of like a, a I don't want to say third party, but it's kind of like an API of an application that a developer built that allows you to integrate that application that the developer built to your website. It's literally something you plug in. Well, not literally plug in, but like you kind of, if you visualize in it, 
you have this website with this theme. The theme is kind of like the outside of the house. It looks pretty. The rooms are all decorated, but it's not functioning. Your toilet isn't functioning. There's no power or electricity. Well, maybe there's a little bit of electricity, but you gotta pay. You gotta pay the bill to make sure it keeps running. Probably the worst analogy I can give you, but <laughs> but you need a housekeeper. You need a cook. You need a miracle worker to kind of come into your house, get everything, get everything in working order. And that's what kind of plugins are. My dad, I don't understand. You're walking in and out. What do you need? Is it nap time? Is it nap time? Hmm? No. Is that nap time? No. What is it then? The whole room smells like ketchup. Okay. I'm going to let you be. So the plugins are like the housekeeping. It's like the plumber. Somebody that's going to come in and make everything work the way it's supposed to be working. And that's kind of what plugins are. So in the game of plugins, whoo. It's interesting. That's also interesting. Kind of like putting a diaper on a two-year-old is it's very interesting. <laughs> Sometimes a two-year-old is in a good mood. Sometimes a two-year-old is in a bad mood. Sometimes they're not going to play well with others. And that type of stuff can get you into a lot of trouble. And I think that was one of the issues I ran into when I first started blogging under uh, Chicago Art Life Media. I was installing all these plugins because I wanted certain things to work a certain way. And I think at the time, I did not know much about themes, but I knew I wanted to do, I wanted to lay out my page in a certain way. And with most themes, you run into a problem where you can only customize the front page. But once you start adding more pages, you need to find a new way to customize the other pages. Like you don't want to have just the front page looking great and then they go to your about me section and it's a whole bunch of text and a photo of you that's not even aligned right. So what I think I was doing the Orin page widget or origin. I'm trying to remember the exact name, but I think it was the Orin page widget. I was installing that and then I installed a whole bunch of other plugins to make sure like it looked good on mobile and I wanted to have my security right. But then I was thinking about doing e-commerce, so I, I plugged in something extra, and then I had BuddyPress, and like all the plugins you could think of, I installed everything, and then all of a sudden, the power went out in my house. Not my house, but the power went out in the website. Things were crashing, things weren't working. I ran out of storage. Like, that's how bad it got, because I was just like, oh, and I could get that plug in, and this, and now It's like, having a new house and you're shopping for that house and next thing you know you're a hoarder and you can't even walk from one room to another that was exactly what my website was like so when it comes to plugins you have to really think about what you need versus what you want um, and find out whether or not they will work with each other if you're lucky if you install a certain theme, they will tell you what plugins you need to install to have everything in working order. Also, plug use one plugin at a time, test out your website, and then decide whether or not to add another one. Because what you don't want to do is add a whole bunch of plugins and not know which one broke the whole house. So, yeah.
stuff just put that down put that down put that down I gotta go and we'll be back if not tonight tomorrow morning and you have a great Sunday <laughs>